Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. This is Justin Monorail, and I am chicken nuggetless, at least in the house. I'm all by myself, but I've called in. I, I've lit, I've ignited, ignited, lit up the bat signal. Wait, is there an Avengers symbol? That's what I'm trying to reference, and I, I don't think there is one. Avengers assemble! Chicken nuggets assemble! And so I do have some superheroes on the line with me, so that I'm not all by myself. You all don't want to suffer through another solo... Wait, solo? Anyway. <laughs> We're off to a good start. So joining me today, on the Monday Morning Monorail Hotline, <laughs> reporting live from Orlando, is Samantha Monorail! Hey, it's Samantha Monorail! Oh, and by the way, I just went into the Disney theme parks uh, this past weekend. You went into the Disney theme parks, did you? Yep. Which of the Disney yeah. theme parks did you go to? So, I was going to go to Hollywood Studios. Instead, I uh, rode the ride of finding a house for the family. Oh. But I had the VI pass holder thing on Sunday, which actually I haven't gone to yet, but I will tonight. <laughs> and then yesterday, I went to Animal Kingdom. Nice. Yep. We saw some of the updates on the Monday Morning Monorail Twitter and Samantha Monorail's personal Twitter because she doesn't like using the Monday Morning Monorail Twitter. I but, have a personal life, too. <laughs> but yeah, so go check out those pictures. So that's cool. And, and maybe we'll talk a little bit more about that shortly. But first, let us introduce the man, the myth, the legend, the godfather of Chicken Nugget, Landon the Dawsdone. Landon, welcome back to the Monorail. Uh, I am Landos. Do uh do a Iron Man Avengers type tie-in. Hi, right. everybody. It's me, Landon. Oh, man. And then you turned into a robot there while you started. <laughs> You're frozen up, dude. And we're back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, my internet connection is unstable. I'm bringing that much energy. Uh-oh. Yeah. You're overloading the internet today. Let's hope it. Let's hope it stabilizes. Oh boy! But before we ever got started recording, Hello? there were no problems at all. Oh, there he is. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back to the monorail. It's episode number fifty-four of the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast, and today is April the 29th. We're coming up on the end of April, first of May, and I just want to say that I'm very excited because May is the last month that the monorail family will be separated. In Yay! two different locations. So, yeah, that's exciting. That's a very exciting feeling. By first week of June, we should all be totally relocated back to the Orlando area. Then Landon will probably be a part-time resident coming in frequently with yeah. his... Oh, wait. Excuse me. A annual pass holder Landon Doan. That is how there I demand go. to be introduced. <laughs> on this podcast, at least for the next year. Financially, we'll have to revisit that name about in a year. I was going to say, I, I do feel somewhat jealous that, Landon, you've obtained the status of annual pass holder before I ever got the chance to, so congratulations, uh, well, you know, sir. Come at the king, you best not miss, but <laughs> <laughs> Well, 
We have gathered today to actually talk about the trip where you obtained that annual pass. You yourself, Landon Doan, you went down to the Walt Disney World Resort just a couple of weeks ago. And we talked about it on M34D. We said you were going to be going down and we promised a trip report. And so as, you know, is implied in our mandate, here we are to deliver said trip report. And I wanted to ask you first, Landon, this was your first trip to Disney in how many years? At least like three to four like okay. like maybe as long as five it had been a hot minute since i'd been down there so like all of the avatar pandora stuff was not even a thought when i was down there last now there was toy story land uh so there was a lot yeah. of new stuff that i hadn't ever experienced a lot of stuff has come and gone in that time too so uh <laughs> yeah i stood in line for the great hollywood movie ride uh, <laughs> that was a really awkward conversation i had with the cast member <laughs> yeah. did you ask where the sorcerer's hat was I know, yeah. Like I was, I was all set for the picture. Like, buddy, we have some bad news. <laughs> <laughs> that may have been gone the last time you were there, but I just like bringing it up because that's one of Samantha Monreal's favorite, you know, things that she misses the sorcerer hat. It is iconic. I mean, that was mine and McKenna's first trip ever, and we walk into Hollywood Studios, and I see this big hat, and I was like, that's so cool. I know what that's from, you know? I love <laughs> I get that Asia. reference. <laughs> <laughs> she turned into cap. <laughs> well, you know, I wasn't huge into movies like uh, Justin and even you, Landon, because my family didn't watch TV. We weren't really allowed to stay in the house. We were kicked out. My mom wanted to be alone in the house, so... <laughs> Um, so we played outside all the time and truly didn't watch TV. So Outside's terrifying. There's a giant ball of fire hanging above mm-hmm. you at all time. And by the way, I found out the hard way. Definitely bring sunscreen <laughs> and apply it multiple times a day when you're in Orlando, Florida. Just one of the yeah. lessons learned. Yeah. yeah. I think I still got a little bit of redneck for those of you watching on the video feed. And, and I've been back for like two weeks. So, Landon, you were using the hashtag Dawes Does Disney. You were posting a lot of live updates from the parks. People can still go check those out now on your Twitter if they want to go see it. And, and if they start and do it chronologically, they can see you. It's like you're cooking in an <laughs> oven. you gradually yeah. becoming a lobster over time. Yeah, I think I think the uh, final update I gave because I'll be honest, like it was a lot to do uh, several live updates uh, throughout the day. So I just decided to enjoy my vacation at one point. I think in my last hashtag does does Disney, I introduced myself as lobster <laughs> because I am just completely red and and it hurt to breathe at that point. But yeah. again, sunscreen and aloe vera, ladies and gentlemen. Sunscreen and aloe, don't forget it. Yeah, I think Landon may have got a little bit of sun poisoning through all of it because I mean the sun will mess you up if you're not hydrated well and you're really super burnt it doesn't matter how much hydration though you have if you get really burnt that will make you feel awful I will say I think because uh, Jay made reference it had been a hot minute since I'd been down there pot no pun intended I felt like I had to make up for lost time and I think I overloaded my schedule Mm -hmm. too in addition to maybe getting borderline sun poisoning and not drinking enough water but other than that I had a great time (laughs) well it's funny because it's I I I pretty uh, plainly remember that before you left we gave you two pieces of advice that you did not listen to one of them was sunscreen often and the other one was don't try to do everything and well, you ignored you, both of those things. You know I don't listen to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, but I did make him kind of do some of the shows that he's never seen before. Yes, and I wanted to talk about that. I now have a new favorite thing 
at Walt Disney World because of Samantha Monterey. Okay, well, let's start it off then. Let's talk about shows. So tell us all about your experience watching these shows. The Lion King show is amazing. How has nobody told me this? Like, 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 I almost came to tears a couple times. Like, like, don't tell Sam I was trying to keep a you know macho persona <laughs> going. But, but, like, like, just the music and the stage performance, the acrobats, like, like, it, just everything put together. It was like I was blown away. Like. Mm-hmm. Just talking about it again for those with the aid of visuals, like you can see the hair stand up. It's like it was just so amazing, and it's a very nice reprieve when you have sun uh, poisoning. Exactly, <laughs> it's a great show. And you know, until our trip in July, I had not seen the the Lion King show. So we saw that when we went back in July 2018, and then we watched it again when we went down uh, for, for this trip in spring break, and it. It's something you can go see multiple times. One of the things that's cool about it is because it's in a center, in the center of like the, the the way the audience is set up in the round. Basically, you can sit in different sections and kind of get different views and have a different experience every time too. So that's pretty. Yeah, cool. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, I went to um, Animal Kingdom yesterday and I watched. Um, I took my friends because I knew that they would love it, and um, I got to sit in an area that I've never been seated in before and um we were where it was the uh elephant is Mm -hmm. and on the elephant float there's actually at one part a little waterfall that comes out of um, like on the float wow and i never noticed it and i was like look at that that's a waterfall (laughs) that's cool (laughs) yeah what section did you all sit in when you went together we were the warthog yeah okay i haven't i've never been a warthog (laughs) That's cool. Yeah, I, I I couldn't make a good warthog noise, so I stopped about halfway through. It's like I'm I, I'm here in spirit, guys, not necessarily in noise. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Well, that's that is a good show. Yeah, I was I, I was blown away. It's, okay, well, Wimus, I've been in all of them. Do you have a favorite? Nope. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love them all. <laughs> you like to celebrate the entire catalog. Mm-hmm. Don't you like being the giraffe and trying to make that noise every time? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah, that's that's a goad. It's like I didn't want to be that guy, but that's a goad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. Did you see any other shows that you would recommend? When I was in Hollywood Studio, I kind of stood off to the side and watched one of the Star Wars stage shows mm-hmm. they had, kind of at the center of uh, of I guess Hollywood Studio. I didn't get there at the beginning, but like I just kind of stood off and watched uh, from the side. What was cool, after it was done, I was right where all of the uh, costumed characters made their exit nice. and walked back into the Star Wars hangar area or whatever. And I thought that was really cool, like see, being that close to such amazing, like practically screen-accurate costumes. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, they look really good. And that show, here's what I would say about that show. If you happen to be there where the, where the Sorcerer's Hat used to be when the show's starting, yeah, it's worth the stop and watch, but I wouldn't go out of my way to see it. Like, I think the March of the First Order is pretty cool with Phasma coming through because otherwise, yeah. otherwise it's just like, it's kind of like, all right, and here's Kylo Ren and he comes on stage and here's Ray and here's Chewbacca and then they, and that's really all, they come up, they do a couple moves, you clap for them, they leave. Mm. Um, though, though I will say, uh, when I was in Toy Story Land later in the day or in the Pixar pavilion whatever it's called scared the bow jesus out of every one of us when those fireworks went off like oh. people were diving <laughs> hitting the ground it was hilarious <laughs> that's good well did you see the um green army men in uh toy story yes. Land? 
Yeah, when I was standing in line to get my picture taken with Buzz Lightyear, at one point we just hear like a like a drum line coming coming out from behind us. We're like, what is going on? And but and, and everybody looks over and here comes the Green Army men, like busted it down, having like talking with the audience. It's like speaking of Toy Story Land, I know everybody's like super thumbs up, gung ho about Pandora. Don't get me wrong, that's cool. I think Toy Story Land is the best new addition to any Walt Disney World property since I had been down there last. Wow. I, it felt so immersive, like with the way the world was built with like the Lincoln Logs and stuff like that. Like even even if, when you're going into the Fast Pass for Midway Mania, you look up, it's like, oh, that awning is made of Uno cards. Yeah. Like, I loved everything about Toy Story Land. And then it's like, I thought Slinky Dog Ride was uh, was really cool too. Slinky Dog's so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Did you did you fast pass or, or have to stand by Slinky Dog? I stood in line for Slinky Dog and I okay. only had to wait forty minutes. Yeah, that's not so bad. Yeah, that wasn't super bad. And it's like I actually stood in line uh, the first day I was at uh, Animal Kingdom. I stood in line for Flight of Passage because it was only a hundred forty minutes. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. which, which I mean, in the scheme of things, it wasn't that bad. And plus, plus once I uh, once I got inside the like, I guess past the holding area, the uh, uh, special words single rider. Right. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I got to jump like 15 uh, minutes uh, ahead just because of Single Rider. That yeah. was nice. And uh, also, uh, uh, Single Rider, uh, kind of the way to do it at Epcot. It's like, y'all can have fun 55 minutes for a test track. I'm going to do it in 10. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's, it really is amazing. Like, for Everest at Animal Kingdom, for test track, for anywhere you yeah. can do Single Rider, if your party's up for it, it really saves a lot of time. With yeah. Everest, I literally was just get off, get back on, get like I yeah. did that three times, single rider. Yeah, I was gonna say Landon's forgetting a show that um, he watched in Epcot in France. Oh, oh yeah, speak uh, with a special guest star. Uh, I got to see the. Uh, I don't even know how to describe them. I guess they're the uh, acrobatic. It's it's like a comedic table stacking type thing, and there's audience participation. And uh, one Samantha Monorail was part of said audience wow. that participated in this show, and it was awesome. That doesn't and surprise like, me, actually. When you spend enough time with Sam, you realize when you're in a situation where someone can get picked out of a crowd for a show, it happens to her like <laughs> half the time, at least half the time. She's one of those people. I don't know why I don't do anything. No, just it's something you give off some kind of energy where if someone, if we went to a magic show and they're like, let me find a volunteer from the audience that you wouldn't even raise their hand. They'd be like you. And it's just, it's crazy. I don't know what it is, but you, yeah, you get selected a lot for things. Well, her audience participation magnetism was definitely in full effect because she found herself seated in one of these chairs and I never would have even known this show existed if she hadn't been like, let's stand here for a second and as soon as you start hearing whistles, we need to go over here and sure enough, five minutes later, out come these whistling silent uh, jugglers, waiter type things and it was funny and it like it's pretty much a, a stacking show. Yeah. With, with no words, they're able to tell a story, get jokes across. And I don't know how many times I said, please don't die watching the guy get like really like he had to be what, like 30 feet off the ground. <laughs> wow. Standing on like a, a stack of chairs. Like it was chairs pretty high up. Dinner. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, he's so going to die. This is the, this is going to put such a damper on my vacation. But thankfully he didn't die and it was awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. I, lo- I mean, 
it's fine getting selected. <laughs> but, <I'm a> brag. <laughs> I don't know how it happens. I really don't. But it was really fun. And then <laughs> I, I feel like we, I, I don't know. I got Landon to slow down a little yeah. and yes. do some of the things he didn't do before, you know. And that's exactly what I was going to say about this is that a lot of people probably don't realize how much entertainment there is, not just in, in the World Showcase, but... I think people underestimate a lot of the shows, just like you said about the Lion King show, the Festival of the Lion King, Landon. And and you all didn't see Nemo, but I'm telling you, that Nemo musical is so good. It's it's something that you would see. In my opinion, it's like Broadway quality. It's that good. I'm glad you said that because I almost compared the Lion King show to something you would see on Broadway. So Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I think that... Yes, you know, you want to do Flight of Passage. Yes, you want to do Slinky Dog. But sometimes if you're looking at like a two hour wait for something like Flight of Passage, or you can go hop over and watch a Nemo show or a Festival of the Lion King, you're going to get more out of your time doing that than, I mean, Flight of Passage is amazing. And I'm not trying to say it's not. I'm just saying it's okay because there are other options where you can really make the most of your time. Slow down and enjoy it, right? Mm-hmm. So. And, and yeah, that's definitely something Samantha did on uh, on our day when, when we were park hopping. She was like, let's just slow down and breathe this in. It's like I'd never really spent any time in the Japan area of the mm. World Showcase Pavilion. So I was able to like go into that uh, – I almost said a word I can't say on this uh, BG podcast – that really cool Japanese gift shop and just being able to go through all of that. And then uh, we went into that museum area where it was like uh, – displays of like the super cute uh anime style oh yeah the kawaii yeah Yeah. the kawaii i thought that was really cool and it's like i wouldn't have done any of that unless she's like all right beavis let's let's (laughs) let's put the brakes on and enjoy this not everything is standing in line to ride a ride i showed him the back like the area of canada to where the waterfall is oh that was so pretty and and i'll be honest as somebody who is like borderline having sun poisoning the water and the breeze coming off of that waterfall felt so good (laughs) yeah yeah mitsukoshi is really cool that's the department store you went in in japan and i think it's the best shopping you can do in all of world showcase it's so fun and I don't know, that's where I found the Godzilla doing the suck it motion. <laughs> Dude, I came this close to leaving with so many Godzilla shirts and hoodies. Like yeah. this close. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to end up going back in there and getting that Aggressuko shirt because that's my spirit animal. <laughs> that metal cat. Yeah. yeah. I love her. So, Landon, I know we're kind of we're jumping around with your trip report, but I feel like it kind of hey, makes sense. Hey, that's kind of what I did, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like park hopping, and it, and it kind of makes sense, sense to do things in, like, categories of experience. So, the next thing I want to talk about is character meet and greets, because I know you had some pretty good ones. You got to meet the 90th celebration, 90th birthday, Mickey and Minnie, right? No, I didn't get to meet them. I did get to meet uh, them at Animal Kingdom when in their safari get. Oh, okay, okay. I was confused. So, you, but you met Mickey and Minnie together. Yes, together. Yeah, in, uh, in their safari get-ups at Animal Kingdom, and uh, might have gotten a little dusty. <laughs> somebody was, uh, was somebody was cutting onions around there. Yeah, it was weird. I didn't think they would do that. I specifically <sighs> said I have an onion allergy, but you know, whatever. But yeah, that was uh, that was really cool. Well, I know before you went down there, you were saying, is it going to be, you were asking me, you were like, is it going to be weird for like a grown man by himself to be standing in line to meet the characters? I was like, no, not at all. People do this. That's part of the experience. Mm-hmm. And would you say that you're glad that you did it? Oh, I'm, I'm a thousand percent glad that I did it. And at one point, like literally 
the first character meet and greet I did was the Mickey and Minnie, and I'm standing in line behind a family, like a family of four with a little boy and a little girl, and, and, and the mom's like, oh, hey, how are you? Like, like who are you here with? It's like, oh, I'm just here by myself. And they thought that was really cool. So yeah. so they were, they were you know, inclusive or whatever. You know, I didn't get in the picture with their family or whatever. <laughs> but, nor did I want to. Nor did I want to. But it's like... I'm so glad I did it. And it's like, there were other parts where it's just like, F it, have fun, man. You're yeah. on vacation. Like, like, unless you're actively in, you know, infringing on other people's fun and, you know, hindering them, do it, man. Have fun. Like, wear a ridiculous outfit if, if that's what you want to. Yeah, like, get into like, it. Yeah, go, uh, go, go nuts. I mean, not literally nuts because you don't want to spend any time in Disney jail. But I mean, like, I'm so glad I, I did stuff like that because I just said, screw it. Let's have fun. What were some of your other favorite meet and greets you did? Chewbacca. Of I got to meet Chewbacca. He's big and hairy, and he, and, and and he's lovable. And gave me a hug. <laughs> we all, we almost struck up a deal. Uh, my R two ears for his like boat bandolier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we came this close, but his handler wouldn't let us do it. Uh, that was <laughs> that was awesome. And then on the uh, complete opposite side was Kylo Ren. <laughs> <laughs> holy lord like like i get it you gotta stay in character but god bless like like next time i go down there i'm gonna bring his snickers because he like like he is not himself when he was hungry like he he made it awkward um apparently you're also not supposed to joke with him uh because at one point he's like you tell the resistance we are coming for them and i'm like cool like four five this afternoon we'll put out some snacks <laughs> and and both of his handlers like looked at me like i just like uh apparently joked with the sith lord and they ushered me out <laughs> so apparently don't do that or bring like space axle the next time you go see kylo ren but uh yeah that was a character experience to say the very least i would love to know if anyone's had an interaction with kylo ren where it wasn't at least partly awkward. And I think <laughs> I think it's because, not to ruin the magic for anyone, but of course he's saying like pre-recorded phrases, right? So there's only yeah. certain things that he can say and you try you're trying to have a interactive off the cuff experience with him and it makes it a bit difficult, but there are other times where I don't I, I think other characters do this, and it's not as awkward. I think it's because he's supposed to be so, like, emo and intense. And, and a you, wiener cosplayer. Yeah, and you got to go in there, and and he's acting all, like, and everybody's acting all serious. But I will say, I kind of felt like, did you do the BB-8 meet and greet? No, I started to, and then it's like, I, it's like I needed to eat something because I realized I hadn't done that all day. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> so we did that one too and i think that one is a bit similar like you it's a little weird you don't know exactly what to do you feel like you're always standing in the wrong place you're not sure <laughs> like it's just it, you... well, and, and, and another thing that kind of um i guess steered me away from bb8 was i also read like half the time the character experience doesn't always work and sometimes mm. you're like okay bb has to go to sleep and they just put a <laughs> tarp over him and wheel him out which it's like oh yeah so i don't know I would like to hear from our listeners out there. If you've met Kylo Ren and it has not been an awkward experience, what was your secret? Like, how did you pull that off? Did um, you bring him like an Evanescence album or something? <laughs> <laughs> it was it was weird. And so, who else did you meet? Did you get to meet anybody else cool? Uh, I got to meet Buzz Lightyear. Nice. That was super awesome, and I got to give him a big awkward man hug around his big giant costume. That <laughs> was chunky. that was awesome. He is chunky, uh, thick, I believe the kids <laughs> would uh, describe him as. Uh, but yeah, we got to do like fun superhero poses and stuff like that. 
I was gonna meet uh, Woody and uh, Jesse, but that was a 45 minute wait, yeah. and I just could not justify doing that. Right. And and this is something that Samantha and I almost did. We almost stood in line to meet uh, Wreck It Ralph and Vanellope, and oh. and, and and I kind of wish we did, but yeah. but yeah. but it was still cool to see them. I was gonna go get in line to meet Mike and uh, Sully at uh, hashtag always MGM. Look at me staying on brand, but uh, but I ran out of time. So. Okay, yeah, both of those are things I think I'd like to do in the future. I haven't yet met Vanellope and Ralph, but they that looks like a cool meet and greet for sure. Yeah, and plus it's like it's immediately right after you get off uh, Figment, so yeah. that's cool. Which I know it's not called. You've never Fig. done before, right, Landon? I know I had never done this iteration of Journey into Your Imagination, so so that was a cool first experience for me. Yeah, okay, so this is a good segue into rides. So you can talk about that one first. So do you remember the old iteration? Like, can you... Very vaguely. Okay. I was I was a wee little Landon when when I wrote it back in the day, but uh, but I had, I had never written this iteration of Journey Into Your Imagination. I really dug it. I mean, I'm a, I'm a honk for Figment, like, and because I'm a annual pass holder, and he's on all the pass holder merchandise for the Flower and Garden Festival. I came home with a lot of Figment merch. Nice. But, um, yeah, I really dug it. Like, And it's one of those songs that gets ingrained into your memory and will come out It's just at the randomest times and stay there for forever. So It's a good song. It's catchy. <laughs> it is a good song. And plus, it's uh, almost called him Eric Andre, but I know it's not him. <laughs> Eric uh, Idle. <laughs> Eric Idle. There we go. I, love, I loved him uh, being in the ride. Yeah, it is cool. I hope... I would like them to do something a little bit like if they ever brought back the Dreamfinder because I love the Dreamfinder yeah. and I would like I would like Eric Idle to still somehow be part of it if they could do that but I would like to see a combo of the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd yeah, be br- cool. Bringing br- bringing back the Dreamfinder would be cool, or at least like like a character experience with him. Right, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else did you get to ride for the first time? Uh, I already talked about it. Flight of Passage. Uh, I thought it was good. Thumbs up. Highly recommend. Did it um, live up uh, to the hype though? Yes, it did. I literally walked off of that ride uh, with my jaw open. Like I, it rendered me speechless mm-hmm. walking off of the ride. And it's like <laughs> I was talking with some people after we got off the ride, and uh, and he compared it to Soren. And I'm like, yeah, but it's like it's like this is like filet mignon, and Soren's <laughs> like hamburger helper. And, and and it's like I will say I got to ride the new Soren, which we'll get to in a second, and yeah. I liked more than the old Soren, but it's like, I thought Flight of Passage lived up to the hype and then some, like, the smells, like, like they, th- that's what stuck with me the most, like, the smells that you get on the ride, like, I, I just loved everything about it, so thumbs up on uh, Flight of Passage, even if I did have to wait, like, only two hours. What other first-time ride experiences did you have in the parks? I got a new favorite wet ride at uh, Walt Disney World. It's uh, Expedition Everest. <laughs> because uh, I got on Expedition Everest right as a heavy, heavy rainstorm opened up right over Animal Kingdom. And that was one of the best experiences I've ever had on any ride. I mean, I got off of that thing soaked to the bone, head to toe, just dripping water, but flying in and out of the mountain through that rain. It was amazing. Like, if you can line it up, of course, if there's like lightning and thunder, maybe don't ride it. But if Walt, but but if Disney is still letting you get on Expedition Everest in the rain, I highly freaking recommend it. It was so much fun. Okay. And then uh, I got to ride the new uh, new Soren, what Soren around go. the world or whatever. It was it, it was fun. I I enjoyed it a whole lot more than the original Soren or my uh, 
the time that I wasn't allowed to have fun on a Walt <laughs> Disney ride, uh, as we previously knew it as. But uh, I thought it had kind of a dark ending. Um, I did not expect us to be shot down and killed over Epcot. <laughs> um, I like Disney shooting us down. It's like, okay, we get it. It's a no flies. And they sent Tinkerbell to do it. That's just really dark. I thought that was messed up. But um, other than that, right up until that point, it was a good ride. Tinkerbell, the assassin. I know. <laughs> Nobody saw it coming. Hey, she does try to kill Wendy. She does. That's a good you know, point. That is She's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Before we go to Disney Springs, is there anything else that happened in the parks that you wanted to mention? Good experiences, first time experiences. We didn't talk about food. Oh yeah. Um, I got to eat beef brisket and poutine fries, and uh, that was amazing. Nice. Did you? Yeah. You uh, ate at Satu Lee, didn't you? Yeah, the Pandora restaurant. Yeah. Did you like it? <laughs> Yeah, it was good. We uh, we ended up getting uh, kids' meals. I got a uh, <laughs> uh, a hot dog and grapes, oh. so it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I would have recommended from Satouli, but okay. But but you also have to remember, I have the palate of a seven year old, so strictly chicken nuggets and green M and M. I think but, you uh, would have liked at least the burger pot if you'd tried that one. Onion had onion in oh. it. Oh, yeah. yeah, that. So I would have had a bad time at that point. Well, yeah, I, he wouldn't even try mine. <laughs> but I, know I knows you, what I likes. But you did eat at Yak and Yeti. Yes, ha- uh, love Yak and Yeti. I uh, had the spring rolls with the awesome sauce. Uh, then I had the Kobe burger, which was just out of this world. Nice. Um, I went to Drinkwallas. Is, oh, yeah. is that the place? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had one of their uh, one of their Lynchburg lemonade type things. It was really tasty, uh, very refreshing. Had a nice kick to it, so I liked that. Uh, had the red and green beer from Avatar Land. They were okay. Hmm. They're all right. Did you eat at Woody's Lunchbox? Yes, I did. I had me one of them big old uh, pop tarts. Really sweet. I could not yeah. finish it. I had the uh, raspberry one. It was really good, but I felt like if I ate it, I would have to sit down and take a nap and then maybe go into a diabetic coma. But uh, <laughs> it was really good. And then, of course, uh, that was that was my breakfast, and I you know topped that off with a uh, giant blue moon. So vacation. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I went to Woody's lunchbox. Uh, wanted to go back and get the tachos. I remember Garrett talking on those, but it just didn't happen it's like again it's like i had all this stuff planned and you know a lot of it didn't happen things went kind of sideways one of the interesting things we've kind of talked about it but not really dug into it is that you spent a lot of time on this trip solo which is something people talk about all the time they i think that people think it's an interesting concept to like go to disney solo but they feel kind of nervous about it like it's going to be weird it seems to me based on we were talking the whole time you were there that you were meeting a lot of people like people were talking to you and like in lines and and i think you got set up on more than one blind date that maybe didn't work out but all kinds of things were happening yeah i uh for somebody who went down by himself i quickly made friends that was that was neat uh that's i guess part of the magic of the parks everybody's just super friendly and wants to make friends so uh yeah you made reference to it uh i was set up on uh well, tried to get set up on several blind dates. One of them actually did happen, but uh, yeah, that was fun. Nice. Oh, <laughs> hashtag Dos does Disney, baby. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so I think what I'm trying to kind of get at here is it's almost like you've you've got experience with going to things like Dragon Con, like nerd conventions. It's almost mm-hmm. a little bit of that kind of atmosphere where you go to Disney and you're part of it. Like you're not really by yourself. Did you ever feel oh, super awkward or anything? 
No, I really didn't. And and what you said, it's it's almost like a giant. You're part of the atmosphere, and everybody's just having fun. I ran into that a lot, and it's like we already made reference to it. Like the single rider uh, uh, line. That's a freaking way of life. If you go by yourself, it's like you can bypass so many lines or like even standing in line. All you got to do is listen for them to say, do we have any party of one? And boom, hand of God, throw it up and you just bypass everybody else. It's like I enjoyed going down by myself, but I never felt like I was by myself. Yeah. If that makes any sense. I, I think it makes a lot of sense. And I think that if people are considering it, like this is a good story because this is this- do it. This lines I up, highly recommend it. It lines up to a lot of what I've heard from other people who have done this is you get to, you know, you make your own schedule. You you yes. ne- you never really feel like you're on your own cuz people want to interact with you. I mean, even when we're there in groups, like if you wear shirts that have references to like I wear a Doctor Who shirt to the parks, people are going to talk to me about Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an automatic icebreaker. You know, different things I was, like I was, that. I was wearing my Cubs hat one day in the park and just I don't know I don't know how many conversations I ended up getting in about the Cubs. Of yeah. course, that was when the Cubs were being kind of terrible, but thankfully they've righted the ship and they're above 500 so yeah. <laughs> Well, and like, you know, I go by myself most of the time right now and I'm ready for you guys to be here but we're like, on our way <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> but um it no one ever really like bothers me or is rude or anything and people when they talk to me they're like oh you're here alone and one lady was like I wish I would do more things like that and not be afraid to go out on my own and I was like Disney's the perfect place to do it you know it is. but well, it- it's just, I don't know, like the kids in line talk to me because um, kids will talk to anyone. And um, <laughs> like I've gotten some prizes and yesterday I got a prize and I gave it to a little kid and I was like, you want this? And they were like, <gasps> and I was thinking it probably cost Disney 99 cents to get this little stuffed animal, but that made their day. So, exactly. you know. How'd you get a prize? Where'd you get a prize? I know land. Oh, did you play one of the carnival games? I played the basketball game and, and you I won? won a small prize. Whoa. I did. Wow. I didn't know that. Way to go. Yeah. Thanks. Look at that. She has game. Well, now this <laughs> means you have to go with me to the NBA experience. Oh, oh no, Sam. Yes. So, oh, no. Obviously, oh, no. you're meant to be there. Uh, okay. Opening no. at Disney Springs soon. <laughs> While we're speaking of uh, sport-themed restaurants, if you ever find yourself in Universal City Walk, surprisingly, the NBC Sports Bar and Grill has a really good chicken Caesar salad. Hmm. Good point. The NBA experience, however, is not a restaurant. It's an experience. So, excuse me. What, are, are you not going to be able to experience like like uh, three-point onion rings or something? There's like no that? food there as far as I know. It's it's all kinds oh, of activities and things. Well, maybe. There could be. I know there'll be a There's big gotta be some souvenir shop for sure where you can probably get like astronaut ice cream for no good reason. Yeah, um, you can get LeBron <laughs> James gummy bears. Oh, there used to be – sorry. This is a totally not connected to Disney, but there used to be LeBron James pink lemonade bubblicious bubblegum, and it was so good. <laughs> It was what? great. It was really good. What a good. bizarre random pairing. I know. I don't know why. Of all the things. All right. I'm excited about that. But while we're talking about Disney Springs, this is a good segue because you got to go to Disney Springs and you did yeah. something that I was so excited for you to do. And I talked to you like afterwards and I've got to hear. Tell us all about your experience at The Void. The Void was amazing. I will say I kind of felt like I was playing at a little bit of a disadvantage because uh, I did the Star, War, uh, Star Wars what Escape from the empire or something like that whatever it's called yeah i did the star wars experience and it's a four-person experience my squad had three 
and one of them was a seven-year-old kid. So uh, <laughs> he's a little short for a stormtrooper. And and I even made that joke because <laughs> you know I had to. It's like he ended, like like by the end when we was like all right. Uh, because at one point you have to like pretty much play Simon Says to open up one of the doors. And when everybody figured out, all right, uh, him and his dad, y'all will be cover for me and I'm going to play Simon Says, we were able to get through that part. But it's like, that is a completely 100% fully immersive experience, like something I had never, ever experienced. Like, even though I knew I was in a strip mall, or I was in a strip mall in Orlando, Florida, even though I knew that, it still felt like I was standing on a scaffolding above a, above a pit of lava. It's, it's like, oh, I like I was terrified to walk out over over the bridge because it was that immersive. It, it was amazing. I want to do it again when I go back. With yeah. a full group. I want to do it again. I, I think we need to do it as a group. Uh, yeah. I'd be down. I think that would be really fun. I, it's one of those things I could do it over and over again because there's so many things to see. There's so many things to do. And it is. It's Once you're in there, you are surrounded by star wars and you you smell it you feel it it's you hear it you said you got shot a few times oh it's, my god yeah when you get oh, it's unsettling it is it's weird because you feel yourself get shot and that's it's cool though like it doesn't hurt like, but you know you got but, shot but like i made reference i was i was playing you know space simon says while while uh while my teammates were covering me i got shot in the back while i was doing that completely disoriented i'm like oh god what was that and and I even reacted. It's like, oh, you want to shoot me? And I started taking pot shots with my blaster. <laughs> I mean, like, it, it was so much fun. It's great. I <laughs> I am really excited to try the Ralph experience because yeah. I bet it'd be really fun, too. <laughs> While you were at Disney Springs, I know you ate at Morimoto because, of course, Sam was there. And that's yeah. required dining. Did you enjoy but Morimoto? Yeah, that place was amazing. Those rib things, like, might be the most tasty thing I've ever had ever like across any tour any type of food uh, those ribs were amazing and then they also uh the night we were there had a special for like uh they took shiitake mushrooms and chopped them up and then breaded them and fried them so it was almost like shiitake mushroom fries those wow. were amazing that sounds good yeah and then like uh we shrimp. had yeah the, oh the, their their bang bang shrimp was so mm -hmm. good it's kind of like with the spicy aioli and then and then uh what was the uh what was the drink that we had, Sam. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't an old fashioned. Oh, it was, but it was like kind a of like an Manhattan. Old, yeah, I think it was in Manhattan. We had. It was really yeah, good. It was really good. And then, and then uh, we ended up getting pictures taken of us by some random lady who was walking around the restaurant, and, yep. and we ended. Or I ended up buying them, and they were hilarious. So yeah, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Before I uh, went to Morimoto's uh, with Sam, I had been down at uh, I believe it was Jock Lindsay. Yeah, the, the hangar bar. The, the hangar bar, and I was there for like two hours, just like sitting almost on the water, drinking beer, and like I had one of their green drinks. That was really good. Like Reggie's I love Revenge. The yeah, yeah. It's like I was trying to remember the the name of it. And it was funny because you you tweeted at me literally as I was posting a tweet of me drinking one. So clearly great minds think alike. And and then uh, then we went to uh, Enzo's Hideaway. Yes. That place was so cool. The atmosphere. It's like Disney Springs is so cool. It's like I kind of felt like I could have spent an entire day down at Disney Springs. You can. Like like just like just going from restaurant to restaurant, maybe go 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 to a couple of shops. I went to the Marvel Experience. That was very disappointing. Hmm. Like I'm oh. not gonna lie, it was it was just a bunch of bad Marvel merch. 
but whatever. Yeah. And though it, 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 it was weird when I was leaving. Uh, they, uh, I volunteered to do one of those uh, exit interviews or surveys or whatever. And one of the questions was, why didn't you go to the Disney store? I'm like, because I didn't think to. And also Stitch spit on me, so that was gross. That, that definitely kept me from going into that store. World of Disney's cool, though. That's, I always yeah, like that's going in World store. of Disney. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I really should have, especially since I am now an annual pass holder and I can get 20% off on merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, no, I'm glad you got to go to Jacques Lindsay's. That's, I haven't been to every lounge or bar in Disney Springs or, or even you know on the property, but Jacques Lindsay's is tough to beat, I think. It's, it's such a cool environment. They've got cool drinks. <laughs> Yeah, and and I, oh, I wish I could remember the waitress I had. She was uh, from Tennessee as well, uh, so we were able to bond on that. But it's like everybody that was down there that I met, not not just at Jock Lindsay at Disney Springs, but everybody across everywhere at the Walt Disney World properties, like amazing customer service. I know it's probably you know not earth shattering to hear that, but it's like it felt so nice that yeah, these people are at their jobs, but you can feel like they're having fun. Or if they're not, they're really good actors. Right. Yeah. I kind of feel like to be a cast member, you have to, there's a couple of things. One of them, you have to like people and interacting with people. But the other is you have to be all in on the Disney stuff and the magic. Yeah, absolutely. Because if you're not, you're not going to be a successful cast member, I would imagine. No, and and you will stand out from the other people who are all in where you're just kind of like, yeah, this is stupid. I'm here for a paycheck. Yeah, that's cool. And it sounds like you got to have a lot of cool first-time experiences on this trip. Uh, I'm sorry that you got fried like a French fry in the Florida sun. Yeah, woof. Um, if I had it to do over again, there would be some stuff I'd do differently on this trip. And uh, hydration and sunscreen would be one of them. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you missed out. You were going to do the after hours at Magic Kingdom, and you couldn't do it because you weren't feeling so well that night. Yeah, like that's that's another thing that I would do differently. Like I, like I said earlier in this podcast, I loaded my plate up with so much because I felt like I had to make up for the years that I'd missed, and I overdid it. Like like I I almost walked myself to death. Like like my feet were bleeding every day at the end of my trip, and it's like. Sam was right. I probably did have sudden poisoning, and I nearly passed out due to exhaustion a couple times. So uh, take care of yourself when you're down doing the whole Walt Disney stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've really come around, especially since we started doing this podcast, and then you know we've been a couple times since we started doing the podcast. I've come around from this whole, like, you've got to go commando style. You've got to do everything you can. You've got to make the most of your time. That's the way that I always used to be. And I'm not that way anymore because you, you think you're doing it right by trying to ride every ride, see every show, go to all these restaurants because you're trying to make the most of your trip. But you're really, how much are you enjoying it if you're wearing yourself out, you're getting sunburnt, you're tired, you're hungry. At the end of the day, your feet are bleeding, you get sick, you know, and you're rushing around one of my favorite memories from the trip we took in 2014 was when we got to the end of that trip, there was a day that we planned to park hop from Magic Kingdom to Epcot, and we started out in Magic Kingdom in the morning, and we just went to Tomorrowland, and we just hung out. We didn't have any fast passes. We were just like, let's just go hang out. We ended up meeting Stitch that day because he was wandering around in Tomorrowland. We rode the People Mover. We rode Space Mountain. We just kind of hung out. We went to the, we did the Monsters, Inc. laugh floor. And really, that's all we did in Magic Kingdom that day, and it was so fun because we were relaxed. We were just taking in the, you know, the atmosphere and just hanging out and having a good time and doing what we could, mm-hmm. and it was the best. That was, of all the days, 
if I compare that to the day we went to the Magic Kingdom and we tried to do everything, I would much prefer having that day where the only thing we did was Tomorrowland and we didn't do anything else. So and and see, like if if I had to do my trip over again, and when I do my next Disney trip, I'm going to subscribe yeah. to that thought process because I was of the mindset going commando. I have to do yeah. everything. Like like I I I had you know my fast passes set 30 days out. I had uh, my food reservation set out even further than that, and it's like I spread myself way too thin. Yeah. I put way too much on my plate. Yeah, it's vacation at the end of the day. Yeah, it's vacation. Fun will be had by all. Mandatory fun. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's what it felt like. It's like I. It's like my body is like, you need to slow down. It's like, body, I have a fast pass for Big Thunder Mountain. Let's go. <laughs> and by the end of the trip, my body's like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> Did you end up seeing any of the nighttime shows? That's something I didn't ask you about. No, and and it's like I started to hang around for uh, for what is it Festival of Lights at Animal Kingdom, but uh, but that was that was the first day that I like got mm-hmm. there and I was like I I, I don't do well flying, so yeah. I was exhausted from that and exhausted from uh, park that day. So, but it's like I'll be honest, it's like the nighttime stuff is cool, but I'd rather you know beat the traffic, get out, or you know just watch it on YouTube. Sorry. I would recommend, and now, hey, you're an annual pass holder, so maybe you can take advantage. Go <laughs> go in the park, like, get there 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and just with the plan of, I'm just hanging out and I'm going to watch the nighttime show, you you really need to see Happily Ever After in person. It's, yeah. It's okay. totally different than seeing it on YouTube, for sure. Rivers of Light, take it or leave it. You know, we got the I- news... We got the news this week that Rivers of Light's being updated and they're going to start including like these um, Disney nature film stuff in it and some of the IPs and different things. It's because Rivers of Light is like some, it's an interesting concept for a show, but there's really not much of a, a story to it. They've taken away the live actors, which to me gave it actual personality and character in life. And so now it's, it's really, it's just kind of a weird concept. Can I add to that real yeah. quick? So um, I saw Rivers of Light with my friends. Rivers of uh, River of Rivers Light. Of, River of Light. I don't know. Rivers I don't know. Lighty River. The Lighted River. Um, I saw that with my friends, and um, they 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 didn't even they've never even seen any of the shows or anything. But they were like, "Oh, it was okay. That wasn't bad." But the live actors being gone really. It, really takes it away so they project a picture like a shadow on the cell of what the person would have been doing and um it just it looked almost just like come on just leave the people out of it because you you got rid of them stop trying to pretend they're there it was not good yeah i didn't like it honestly i don't think i'll ever like really make time to go see it again it'll be interesting i mean because they they are changing it it's getting updated it'll i would like to see it after it's updated but i don't feel like i'm going to make it a priority to rush there but yeah the other thing to keep in mind is illuminations is going away right so you've got to see i would recommend seeing that maybe one more time before it's gone but then you're going to have epcot forever which i think will be pretty cool to see okay. um, yeah i'll tell you this i have never seen the Star Wars show at um, the nighttime Hollywood Studios show. I, if, if I've got a choice at Hollywood Studios, I'd like to see the Star Wars show, but I always end up going to Fantasmic. Yeah. So, I mean, I think they're worth it to see. Do I think you need to see them every time, every day you go to the park? No, I don't. But Happily Ever After is 
is pretty amazing in person. Hashtag wishes forever. I love wishes. I love it. I'm not saying I don't. I'm just saying this is a, not comparing the two. Just saying, wow, this one, it'll get you. It'll get you. Well, well, now that I am annual pass holder, Landon Doan, I can go down to the park on a more regular basis. So maybe, just maybe, I'll squeeze that into my annual pass holder schedule. You should. <laughs> and bless you, Sam. Thank yes, you. Bye. You know, I kind of want to go back to the beginning of the podcast and talk about, like, You want to start over? Listen, Welcome listen. aboard the Monday morning. <laughs> no. Oh. Listen to how we used to speak about Disney because I, I remember it feeling like, okay, Justin's making us do this Disney thing. Not, and I was fine with it, but I was like, this isn't what I really thought we would be doing. And then time goes on and I'm like, all right, we need to go to Disney. And then time goes on and somehow I've moved out here. <laughs> yeah, you really got world? it bad in this <laughs> And yesterday, whenever I was with my friends, they were like, wow, we can tell you really love Disney. And I was like, I think I do. And that's weird because it wasn't that big of a deal to me before. Now I'm going to hang the uh, mission accomplished banner behind me. <laughs> we're going to have a press conference. We did it. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we got her. We did it. We got- <laughs> It'll be good for when you're selling the house, you know, mission accomplished. They'll be like, well, they achieved something. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe we and should you buy too this house. Can, can achieve something by buying this house. That's right. <laughs> and don't move the sign. It's actually a load-bearing mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah. We'll tell people that we have instilled a lot of Disney magic into this house. So yeah. we're getting a little something well, you extra. Have to, find, have to find someone who cares about that, though. Oh, if they don't care, I don't want them living in this house. <laughs> that's uh, that's actually why his uh, his realtor is uh, Chippendale. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, as usual, I promised that this episode was probably only going to be 30 minutes and we've recorded nearly an hour. So at this point, I think we should wrap it up. Unless, Landon, you've got some things we didn't cover that you wanted to say about your trip. Um, I got to partake in the photo experience for the Haunted Mansion. Uh, oh, I thought that nice. was cool. Um, the picture that I ended up taking might happen to be the absolute worst picture of me ever. <laughs> um, I look either confused or gassy, which, which I mean, for me, is pretty par for the course. But that's not how I wanted the Haunted Mansion to remember me. Um, uh, you, Jay, were talking on, speaking of photo experiences, on the, uh, on the Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. at one point looking completely oh, I did the exact same thing <laughs> I, my picture of pirates I am like I could be standing up looking directly in the back that's how far <laughs> I was looking away from the photo uh, pass so that was great um, I'm trying to think what else uh, we need to figure out if it really is where I think it is then you must have been looking at the skeleton pirate that's exactly what I was looking at. I was like oh that's so sweet yeah wait did I just miss the picture and lo and behold I just missed the picture yeah. but uh, I'm trying to think what else um the other Avatar ride, the river one, Navi, yeah. ride it once, never again. Okay. <laughs> I would that agree. That blueberry croissant donut thing at uh, Taste Track and Epcot for the uh, Flower and Garden Festival, that thing was amazing. Me and Sam mm-hmm. split it. I had fun. That's what yeah. matters. And we're leaving out the fun. fact that you spent a few days going to some other park over nearby in Orlando. <laughs> Though I will say, when uh, when I was at uh, definitely not Universal and definitely not Islands of Adventure, uh, they seemed to be really receptive of me wearing my Macho Man Randy Savage t-shirt because <laughs> half of the people there would give me a Macho Man impersonation whenever I walked by them. So that was nice. Oh, That's one yeah, thing brother, that walking around the Universal. Did not do, which is kind of messed up because Macho Man Randy Savage used to shoot. 
an MGM Hollywood studio hashtag always MGM. Yeah, you did. <laughs> oh, yeah. WCW Saturday night. Yeah. Okay, so. WCW Nitro. <laughs> Who started it? Not me. Well, now you gotta do your plugs in the Macho Man voice, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Twitter. Snap it to a Slim Jim. And does L-A-N-D-O-C, baby. Dig it. All right, sir. Now, that's where you can find the latest from me, 280 characters at a time. Also on the website, buttmunchchips.com, buttmunchchips. Sit on your button munch, yeah. Yeah, I'm the sorry, the exclusively posted Game of Thrones talk, aka Got Talk, where myself and Hunter East and cousin Kevin break down each episode of HBO's award-winning series Game of Thrones. Uh, we should, by the time this episode is posted, have a breakdown of episodes one and two, and then we'll be almost caught up for episode three that dropped last night. And oh my God, can you believe that everybody died? And I'm saying that without have actually seen the episode, but I just know everybody's gonna die. But um, yeah, that's where you can find that. It also should be in the iTunes store. I think I'm paying somebody to do that now, so I should uh, check on that. Also, uh, the R&D project with myself and Will Rap. We talk about stuff. Also available in the iTunes store. Oh, and I'm on the Phil Show on uh, Newstalk987.com, Monday through Friday, uh, 6 to 10 a.m. Uh, stream us live, Newstalk987.com, and available on the iHeartRadio app. I always love how that's just like a postscript. Oh, yeah, and I'm actually on the radio getting paid. <laughs> yeah, the one thing that gives me a paycheck that almost keeps me in beer. I'm just going to plug in at the end. While we're doing plugs, I do want to throw in a couple more shout-outs for some of our podcasting cousins out there in the internet world. We got a couple more promos to run this week. The first one I'm going to run is for a little podcast you've probably heard us talk about in the past, and that would be Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz starring Jen and Frank Cardillo. They're siblings, and they love Disney, and they're cool. So here's their promo. We're sorry. The number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Jen. Together, we are the sibling duo behind Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. A salute to all theme parks, but mostly Walt Disney World. Or two Disney kids growing old. But never as old as you. Old. Each week, we explore the nostalgia, the tradition, the magic, and the memories through a thousand points of improvised dialogue. And one thousand tangents. Uh, what kind of tangents? Hallmark movies. True. Beverly Hills 90210. Right. Saved by the Bell. Uh, Home Alone. And anything before the year 1992. Hey, the year I graduated high school. Old. It's Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, CastBox, Google Play, and more. Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz on the Improviser's Guide Network. The number you have dialed has been changed. Man, yeah. that was amazing. It was we laughed, good. we cried, it was better than cats. So, Jen is my combo. best friend. I just what thought everyone that? should know. And Frank, the master of cargo short fedora combo, and he enjoys polo shirts as well. We're still on the hunt here. We've got a few more days. If we follow at Dillo's Diz on Twitter, you need to go do that. we got to get them to 2,500. Let me give you a live update. I'll tell you where they're at and how much more we need to do. If we can get them to 2,500 followers, they're at 2,218. So we need 282 followers to follow them by May 1st. And if we can do it, Frank has promised to wear Lederhosen with Drunk Stormtrooper 
starting in the Germany pavilion of Epcot and walking around through the International Gateway up to the boardwalk and having a little bromantic stroll on the boardwalk. We've got to do it because the Twitter world, the Disney universe, Diz Twitter needs this to happen. So come on, people. Where's Russia at right now? They I, I was going to say, I'm oh. never one to advocate buying bots, but I'm sure for like upwards of a ruple, we could get 250 <laughs> bots to follow them, right? Well, we got one more promo to run, and that's for the Hyperion Adventures podcast. The Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Everything Disney for every fan. Hey, Disney fans. I'm Tom. And I'm Michelle. We're a couple of giant bi-coastal Disney fans. That's right. I grew up with the Walt Disney World Resort. And I grew up with the Disneyland Resort. Yep. We met, fell in love, and joined our Disney-loving family. That's right. And each week, we share that love with all of you. Whether it's about the Walt Disney World Resort. Or the Disneyland Resort. We have a lot of fun and bring you news, tips, and strategies to help you on your next Disney vacation. Yep, Disney Cruise Line, Run Disney, and Disney Vacation Club as well. And don't forget about all the Disney movies. We'll spend some real quality time together. Pixar. Go Infinity. And beyond. Marvel. We're in the end game now. Star Wars. Force is strong. We love it all. There's only one thing we love more than all of that. What's that, sweetie? Sharing every bit of it with each one of you. Oh, yeah. So check out the Hyperion Adventures podcast, everything Disney for every fan. Find us and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Love you. Love you. Love Love Disney. Disney. Yeah. Go check them out. Hyperion Adventures podcast. They are at Hyperion Podcast on Twitter. And they recently did a pretty cool uh, a couple of podcast series where they they said, um, basically, they gave tips for people who are typically going to Walt Disney World, but now you're going to go try Disneyland. And then they also did the reverse. If you are used to Disneyland and you're going to go to Walt Disney World, what are the differences? What tips? You know, things like that. Pretty cool couple of episodes that you should check out for sure. But check out their whole thing. Subscribe. They're on all the things. Yeah. I have a question. Was one of those differences ones in California? That is what you got it. You nailed it. <laughs> Look at that. I'm amazing. Follow my YouTube page. I don't have one. <laughs> yeah. So thanks everyone for sending in those promos. Continue to, to do that and we'll we'll give you a little bit of airtime here. But for us, that's going to wrap up for today. We're at Morning Monorail on Twitter. We're on Facebook. You can like that fan page. We have a YouTube where we've posted some videos from our most recent trip. We're on the Instagram, too. We're pretty much everywhere. And, it's the IG. And we do want you to join the fam. Join the Nug Nation. Hashtag Nug Nation. And join us again next week when we bring you another episode of the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. Bye-bye. Bye. See you. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings, and please watch your step as you exit. (laughs) See y'all.